guys to wrestling recommendations i am your host eddie shepherd along with the best there is the best there was the best there ever will be wearing t-shirt travis lassiter got my yeah, pink man. bret hart shirt on tonight yeah there's a there's a bret hart shirt on hot topic i need to get i keep putting it off but i need to get it here soon uh guys this episode here is a wild card because it is it is our first ring of honor match Travis will talk about here shortly how we got uh, the match because we could not find this match anywhere. But if you guys do get a chance, this match is Daniel Bryan, a.k.a. Brian Danielson, versus Samoa Joe from Fight of the Century taking place on August 5th, 2006. Uh, if you have a bootleg copy or if you have the DVD pulled up, I will be posting this match on our Facebook page. Um, the match is an Until entire... take it down. Yep. It, it probably will. Um, but if you do get kind of rolling into it, um, we're going to start six minutes and 50 seconds in right after uh, the bell has rang. All the men have made their entrances, and we'll go ahead and hop in. Uh, you ready, Travis? Yes, sir. All righty. Three, two, one, play. All righty, guys. What we're going to do, guys, we're going to kind of break down Ring of Honor, how it kind of became a promotion. Uh, we've already talked about Brian Danielson on the John Cena episode that we did from SummerSlam. And I feel like we could save Samoa Joe for a later time because there's quite a few Samoa Joe matches on our uh, list. But firstly, Travis, let's tell everyone how we found this match, where to actually find it. Break it down. Oh, man, uh, I had to dig into the library of what I used to do to find wrestling matches. And I went to a place called extreme wrestling torrents and download downloaded Brian Danielson's entire uh, championship title reign, like every defense he had uh, to find this match. I also had the DVD, but Eddie needed a copy. So I had to go back into uh rest extreme wrestling torrents and it took me forever to remember my password to it. But, uh, you guys are looking for some wrestling go to go to that place man they got classic wrestling new age wrestling dvds everything you could think of uh shout out to those guys because they got everything um may uh, end up putting some more matches on the uh on the list because i can now have access to it like battle of the belts and different things not AEW battle of the belts nwa battle of the belts like let's get it right uh, that knockoff shit that tony khan's doing yeah, it's kind of funny too because that wrestling torrents. I remember we had all of our, uh, I had all of every single ring of, uh, not ring of honor, we're on the ring of honor, uh, in your house pay per view. Mm -hmm. I had them yep. on my my old laptop from from uh, the wrestling torrents because I actually was on there as well. Um, then I realized how much uh, space it was taking up, so I had to get rid of it because it was I had oh, so yeah. much shit. I know you had your external hard drive. Oh, and here's the thing, too. This isn't back in dial-up days where it took forever to download gigs and gigs of data. I literally downloaded 50 matches in 30 minutes. So thank you, High Speed Internet, and thank you for Wrestling Torrents for the access to all of these wonderful uh, matches I didn't have access to. 
Hey guys, if you if you watch the first part of this match that we uploaded, uh, you can actually watch the entrances. And Samoa Joe has this kind of like island um, intro from TNA, but then it goes right into Mama Said Knock You Out, which is pretty cool by LL Cool J. Samoa Joe is fucking over, by the way. Fucking oh. over. He is. He is. And then uh, Danielson, of course, comes out to uh, Europe's uh, The Final Countdown. Da, 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 da. Uh, I feel like it just doesn't suit him as a heel. I get it as a baby face, but as a heel, I don't really see it. But it is an iconic song. The um, crowd so... the crowd loved it, though. They were singing, The Final Countdown. We'll say, too, the crowd is super into this match. Oh, yeah. They... This is uh, as build fight of the century. This is uh, they've had multiple matches that they talk about on commentary here um, about uh, how they had a cage match. Uh, the match on YouTube that we were thinking was this match is actually from the Midnight Express reunion, which they talk about as well. So this yeah, is uh, in a series of matches. So I think the cage match comes after this as well, mm-hmm. and it is available they, online. I actually saw it, it; it popped up on there as well. But uh, they they put over the uh, when they last wrestled, or at least at midnight midnight uh the midnight express reunion. Joe was champ, and now Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is champ. Yeah. Also, Daniel Bryan or Brian, God damn it, Brian Danielson. It's so hard. Doing We've his been so best, programmed. <laughs> best William Regal here in the maroon tights from head to toe. Uh, William Regal in it. Yeah, Brian does a lot of the, a lot of heel shit when this match first starts off. Joe starts kicking the shit out of him throughout this match. It's kind of a theme. Joe oh, kicks God. the shit out of Brian Danielson. We don't have the volume up right now, but they these fucking kicks and slaps connect like Jesus Christ. They're like Japanese strong style in it in two thousand six here or two thousand six, right? Yeah, yes. two thousand six. So, uh, cool guy and his wife beaters out there, by the way. No women yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not very, not, yeah, not seeing any. You're right. <laughs> not a one, not a one. So, let's kind of break down real quick Ring of Honor to this point. Um, Ring of Honor kind of came from the ashes of ECW and WCW being gone. In April mm-hmm. 2001, RF Video needed a new promotion to lead its video sales after ECW went out of business and WWE purchased purchased its assets. RF Video videotaped events held by other less popular regional wrestling promotions and sold those shows through its catalog and website. After months of trying to join CZW Combat Zone Wrestling, RF Video's owner, Rob Feinstein, decided to fill the ECW void by starting his own promotion and distributing its shows exclusively through RF Video. We're going to get to Rob Feinstein here shortly. Don't worry. The first Ooh, event fuck. was titled the, the Era of Honor Begins, and it took place February 23, 2002 in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It featured nine matches, including a match between Eddie Guerrero and Super Crazy for the IWA Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship and a triple threat match between Christopher Daniels, Loki, and Brian Danielson. I have that DVD. Still pretty. It's a pretty good one. Uh, the first Ring of Honor champion would be crowned in a four-way Ironman match featuring uh, the eventual winner, Loki, Christopher Daniels, Spanky, and Doug Williams. The way they did this was kind of cool, too. So um, if you lost, like if you were pinned, you lost a point. But if you mm. won, you got a point. 
I believe Loki won like three, had three falls, had three points after the hour. Um, so that was that, they're pretty cool about trying to do innovative matches with Ring of Honor. We'll talk about that here in a little bit as well. Uh, and it's first year of Shane operation. Wrestling's match is tremendous, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like these guys obviously have a good feel for one another. And the fill out process is, is pretty solid. And, you know, Brian immediately goes to working over the knee, like the leg and the knee, left knee of, of Joe. Brian does a good job of um, rolling out, trying to get out of the ring, staying away, just kind of being a good chicken shit heel. And uh, the crowd starts to eat it up, and Joe's fucking kicking the shit out of him right now. He powders out here. I'll go back to it real quick. In its first year of operation, Ring of Honor primarily ran its shows in the northeastern U.S., including Philadelphia, Massachusetts, Pittsburgh, and Queens, New York. In 2003, Ring of Honor expanded into other areas of the U.S., including Ohio, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Maryland. In March of that same year, Samoa Joe would go on to win the Ring of Honor Championship and hold it for a record 645 days, which to this day is still the longest reign ever in ring of honor history 645 fucking days that's nuts dude his his ring of honor title reign is is not talked about enough like it's stuff of legend like it puts samoa joe on the fucking map it like got him noticed by tna like i mean there's no doubt about it samoa joe was their fucking guy oh yeah oh yeah uh moving forward to 2004 uh, Rob, Rob Feinstein was uh, caught in a sting operation in which he allegedly tried to solicit sex on the internet from a person whom he thought was an underage boy. It was, of course, not an underage boy. like It was a sting operation. Wow. After this was publicized by many news outlets, Feinstein resigned from Ring of Honor in March 2004. So Chris Hansen just shows up in his room. Hey, man. I need you to sit down. <laughs> I need you to take a seat. We need we need, we need how to catch a predator here. We need we need to talk to you just for a second. Did you make these comments? I had no idea. He said he was fourteen. I had no idea. That's like that's how, that's <laughs> it's a, still, uh, but he, he's fourteen. What what the fuck? Drumization. <laughs> is what that was. <laughs> In the aftermath of the scandal, TNA ended its talent sharing agreement with Ring of Honor, uh, mm-hmm. which we did talk about with in our. Uh, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels episode. Go back and listen to that one. Uh, once uh, that kind of happened, it withdrew all of its contracted wrestlers uh, from their prior commitments to perform in Ring of Honor. This included major uh, Ring of Honor draws, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, uh, who each either held or were about to hold Ring of Honor championships. I believe AJ was the pure champion at the time that it happened. Mm-hmm. Fucking stupid people making stupid decisions. Uh, Austin why? Aries. Why? I don't. I don't ever understand why that. I, was yeah, I don't understand what what the allure is for grown adults to want to have to be with children. It's it's weird. I don't. I don't understand it, especially when you're a person of power. I, I guess it must be a power thing. I don't. I don't know. I've never had that much power, so I don't. I don't. I don't get it. No, that's never never been a thing I've thought about. Like, oh, I have a little bit of stroke now. Let me talk to young boys. No, no, thank you. I I am completely fine with that. I uh, do not think that is what I would want to do with my life. But, you know, Rob Feinstein's Rob Feinstein. I, I, I will say I, my first exposure to RF video was through shoot interviews. Um, I, I bought a number of shoot interviews off of RF video at the time. Back in the day, I think I bought a Shawn Michaels one where he admits where he doesn't. He, he says he had nothing to do with the screw job, which was obviously a fucking lie. And it had like a 
pixelated picture printed on the the front of it. So uh, I was like, yeah, that's uh, not what I thought it was going to be. But, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's the one I remember Sean's like dipping the whole time during that uh, during that shoot interview. It's like that weird time where he just been released. That's what's wrong with his teeth now. It's fun. Yeah. Really quick, we'll kind of go to finish off the, the Ring of Honor stuff here. Austin Aries would go on to defeat Samoa Joe for the title in December of 2004. He would lose it to CM Punk in June 2005 during the summer of Punk Angle, which, of course, he would drop the title. Uh, James Gibson, Jamie Noble, would win the title in a four-way match and only hold the title for 36 days before losing it to Brian Danielson, who mm. is the current champion of this match. And he's in the midst of his 462-day title reign. It's fucking wild. God, they beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Doug, Doug Gentry eventually bought Feinstein Steak and Ring of Honor and later sold it to Kerry Silken. Kerry Silken was pretty much with mm-hmm. Ring of Honor from there on. Um, he did a lot of good things. I've always heard people have a lot of nice things to say about him. Uh, Ring of Honor then started its own mail order and online store operations, which sold DVDs of its live events, plus shoot interviews dubbed the Straight Shooting Series, which we were just kind of talking about, and even some merchandise from competitors such as Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. Under Silken, Ring of Honor branched across the world. And um, that's when we started getting War of the Worlds. They had to deal with New Japan. Uh, they're actually, during this time period, they're doing stuff with uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, you'll see Kenta pop up at the end of this match, and that's kind of where it's at. Yeah, and they also had like an offshoot promotion. Was it a Full Impact, full impact. Plus, like pro, Full Impact Pro or something? It was a out show, of Florida. It, yeah, it was their sister. They, they considered it sister show, and it was based in Florida, which you can go back and watch some of those um, – uh, shows uh, the the most famous one I remember I actually found it at McKay's. Uh, it was the one where uh, CM Punk, I think it's CM Punk and Homicide, are working through a strip club that was like next door to the venue that they were wrestling in. And oh, there's God. like a girl dancing, and Punk's like, "You're a whore." <laughs> so- yeah, that's one of his things. Is it that where Punk does the promo with no mic? No, no, no that's IWA Mid South where that's he does like, yeah, the pro- a- like yeah. he does the promo with no mic and he <laughs> tears it up anyway. Fuck you and Rotten. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, let's talk about this show that this match is actually on. Fight of the Century took place August 5th, 2006 from Edison, New Jersey. Attendance is 800 fans. They are fucking loud for 800 fans. You can really feel where this um, Ring of Honor kind of took the place of uh, ECW. ECW. It, It really is kind of, you know, even so much so as like the breeding grounds for a lot of these guys, um, especially in little arenas like the one that we're seeing them work in right here, it's it's pretty damn small. You got to think if ECW was still a thing, these guys would have probably been in ECW, uh, at you know, somewhat. Which ECW, I think, would have had to evolve and get away from the the hardcore style they were in because it, it was being shown everywhere. But um, I had a, you got to have a feeling that these guys would have been there doing in the Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero role of actually being wrestlers on the card. You know, it's funny to think about that. So, like, let's let's think, let's break that down for a second. If ECW had never sold, do you think they would have went to more guys like Danielson and it straight being straight wrestling than more so being the extreme stuff? 
I, I think they would have went more uh, wrestling centric, but the only problem you would have had if EC ECW was still open was the, it would have been the influx of ECW or WCW guys that didn't get picked up by WWE. So they would have been clogging up some of these spots, but I, I have no doubt that people like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles would have ended up in ECW um, if it was still around. I mean, look yeah. at AJ. He could have been the next fucking RVD, essentially, for that yeah. promotion. Periodically, I'm going to go through. I'm about, I'm about 21 and a half minutes into this from the beginning of the match, um, from mm-hmm. the video that we're watching, and and Joe is just beating the shit out of Danielson. Oh, yeah. He's beating the hell out of him. He's got him in the corner, about to face wash his ass. Yeah. And, and it's... Yeah, they- uh, Oh man, uh, it's it's pretty good. Like Joe is feeding off the crowd very well throughout this whole match, and the face wash is really good here. They keep doing a bunch of stuff throughout this match too, where they'll be in the corner and they'll cut the other guy off like immediately, mm-hmm. and it, they keep trying to build to that spot. I like that. It's just, it's it's cool how it's just little things, you know. Then Danielson does his own face wash to prove that he's better than Joe. Oh, we'll give it to Todd Sinclair. He lasts an hour in this match, and he is out of shape as fuck. And he's a big boy. He is a big boy in the ring oh. with them. What do you what do you uh, think about this ring here? Um, I I, I kind of like it. It reminds me of like a boxing ring where it has like the mm-hmm. outline. Um, I, I like that. There is something that I do hate, and it's a it's a niche thing for me that even as a wrestling like promoter and putting shows on, I hate is the uh, ring skirt sagging. I fucking hate mm-hmm. that. It's the biggest pet peeve of mine. Um, it's and, like rolled and, down on every side right now. If you look at yes. it, yes. And I mean, I know this is you know the main event, and and I, I get it. But it's just one of those. It's just like wrist tape. I, I hate it when people don't wear wrist tape. It's just kind of a weird niche thing for me. Um, but I think the rings looks pretty cool. I mean, I think um, I like the black mat. I've always always been a fan yeah, of the black I, mat. The thing I like about it is um, it it goes back to the you know the ECW days where. You didn't need a big production to mm-hmm. showcase the wrestlers. The wrestlers showcase the product more than the production value. Um, if you're used to watching a WWE production, you're going to look at this and be like, "Ugh, it's like it looks it looks nasty." I like it. It has that indie feel to it. I love that feel. Hey, and it's heads and shoulders above some of the ECW production, uh, even the Hoovitude and Rey Mysterio match we watched. It's heads and shoulders above that production. Daniel yeah, I, Bryan with his best uh, Rick Rude there, by the way, or Brian Anderson. Yeah, you're you're gonna, you're gonna do that the whole match, aren't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so hard. It's like like you said, like got so accustomed to calling that, and it rolls off the tongue better than Brian Danielson. I'm sorry, WWE got that one right. Yeah, you're right. Well, no, I hated it when they first did I, I, it. I but. can't remember. I, I I talked about it during the SummerSlam match. They had some names for him. It was like. I can't remember the names now. Buddy something terrible. was one of them. Oh, yeah, it, it was it was awful. It, Buddy Samson like, or some shit like that. It was it was really weird. Let me let me go through the rest of these matches that took place on this card. Uh, you had Colt Cabana defeating Sal Renaro, which we actually saw Sal at the NWA um, show in Knoxville. Um, he's actually been hitting up NGW wants to come work for us, so that's been pretty cool. Um, no idea who any of these guys are. Shane Haggardorn uh, defeated Bobby Dempsey to retain the ROH top. Uh, of the class trophy, I think it's supposed to be like green guys, like they want to turn top prospects essentially. Yeah. 
Uh, Nigel McGinnis defeated Christopher Daniels, Claudio Castagnoli, and Jay Lethal in a four-corner survival match. Austin Aries and Roderick uh, Strong defeated the Briscoes. Irish Airborne, which is the Dave, uh, Jake and Dave Chris, and Jack Evans and Matt Seidel in an ultimate endurance match to retain the Ring of Honor tag titles. That was like during the just our, I guess, generation. Was it Generation Next? That was like Roderick Strong, Austin Aries, uh, uh, Seidel, Jack Evans. I think that was their group. Yeah. They had one on at the time. We didn't talk about it, but Joe was just lighting the shit up on Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson. I'm going to do it too. It's going to be really hard not to. He is punching him right in the fucking face. Um, I want to get to this really quick because they talk about oh, that, that that tag match being a um, ultimate endurance match. I had no idea what it was. I had, to, I had to look it up um, and um, just kind of figure out uh, what it was. But an ultimate endurance match, it's an elimination-style tag team match where each fall is competed under a special stipulation. So, like, for example, the first fall could be a street fight, and then whoever mm. gets eliminated will go to the second fall. Second fall could be a ladder match. Third fall could be a tables match. So it's like it progresses. So it's kind of a cool, interesting idea. It's something that, you know, I feel like that's kind of an ECW thing that they would have done as well. Because um, yeah. there was an ECW match. I remember it's called Double Jeopardy where it was like two matches going on at once. I had Steve Carino, Sandman was in it. I think Justin Credible was in it. But there was two matches going on at once, and, like, you could only pin that person. Yeah, you could only pin that your opponent. It was just just kind of maddening, but it's just very like TNA would do? Yeah. (laughs) Not as bad as something Russo would have whipped up. Um Homicide and BJ Whitmer defeated Steve Carino and Adam Pierce by DQ. Kenta defeated Davey Richards, and then you would get Ooh, this as your main squad. event. Look at oh, Davey Richards, James I gotta so, say, man, it's like it's that's kind of a who's who. It's ever that top prospect match. That's like the who's who of wrestling for like the next or like maybe not WWE, but like that next tier down. It's like the who's who of wrestling for like the next eight to ten years yeah it really is and and we'll we'll break it down to once you know we have some later ring of honor matches as well kind of break down some of the people that you know kind of went through ring of honor and are main guys i mean half of wwe's roster right now is ring of honor guys which is wild to think oh, yeah. about uh, i was going to look you, at AEW too oh yeah yeah especially them as well yeah a lot of them have uh, have a lot of ring of honor ties um I was going to ask you, when was the first time you saw Samoa Joe? Uh, first time I saw Samoa Joe was, I would say, TNA. Um, when he first came in and he was on that undefeated streak. And then it made me start looking for uh, his Ring of Honor stuff. Because I'll be honest with you, I, I had heard of Ring of Honor, but I really didn't know how to get my hands on the footage of stuff. And I wasn't paying anybody for tapes of stuff i didn't know if it was going to be good or not um so that's when i started using like like limewire and places like that and these torrent websites to download some ring of honor so i could actually watch it and i i was i was blown away by the actual wrestling that was going on on these shows by people that i hadn't really heard of and just the fact that they were so seasoned to be people you know, Joe and and uh, Brian Danielson at this time have what been in this business for five, six years. 
and they are putting on like fucking classic right here. Yeah, both of um, them inter- uh, both of them I want to say became professional wrestlers in 99, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um so it's right around the same time frame and so I mean they're like about 6 solid years into the business. I remember the first like DVD thing I got with Joe on it was his DVD the uh, Smojo Unstoppable TNA DVD where he had like the compilation of his matches and then I was I was hooked. I always thought Joe could have been in WWE a lot long, lot sooner than he was. Oh yeah, I I, I, I was around the same time. I, I started I started watching, um, you know, I was watching TNA quite a bit when it when it first came out. We kind of talked about that on the AJ Styles episode we did. But Joe always stuck out to me because he doesn't look like your typical wrestler. He doesn't move like mm-hmm. your typical wrestler. So he he stuck out like a sore thumb in a good way. Um, but kind of you know. Even going even for, kind of deeper than that, the first time I remember really watching Ring of Honor is when they put out those Ring of Honor um, compilations. Was like with the, the with the Best Buy? Yes, they were put out by uh, Big Vision or Koch Vision or something like that, and they came with a trading card, the big oversized trading card in it. I bought all bought all of those. I think I still have them. Too. Yeah, the, the one match like, that stuck out to me, um, which made me kind of an instant fan for um, Brian Danielson around that time, was the match you had with Lance Storm. Uh, yep. And Lance Storm is so fucking good. And that's actually during this title reign um, was when Slapping he faced shit off out Lance of Storm. Yes. I, uh, but yeah, I can remember that because I was like, Lance Storm is wrestling this guy? Like, I mean, it's got to be good. And I mean, it is a great match. Probably one we should add to our list, but... Uh, uh, I can remember that because there's like it's there's best in the world, blood state and honor, um, ah shit, stars of honor, and there's one other one, and I can't remember what it is right now, but I I remember buying them all at Best Best Buy because I was like I want to watch something different than WWE, and I bought them, and was like man this is good good damn wrestling. Well, yeah, like I said, I, I was, you know, I have a hard on for Lance Storm because I love Lance Storm. And then I saw that he was wrestling on there. I was like, I got to fucking see this. I didn't know Lance Storm wrestled here. Uh, and that, and it kind of got me into it. And it kind of educated me a little bit because, you know, they were doing the feud with um, uh, CZW at the time. Yeah, that backbreaker was pretty rough. Uh, that Joe just gave Brian Danielson. It, it looked pretty sick. Um, crazy thing at this point. Joe had been consistently working for TNA since June of 2005. Uh, and he's uh, around that time was his 18 month undefeated streak. He's still technically undefeated during this, his streak right now on this mm-hmm. match. And uh, I think that's one reason why we kind of get the finish we get here. Um, but then again, ring of honor is so small. I don't think it would have affect his push regardless. You, you know, the one thing that got me hooked, like that, made me instantly like Samoa Joe. And it was the way he used to transition those submissions. He'd start out and then he transitioned to like an STF and then it would be a Boston crab. And then he would go to a single leg crab and he just, he just kept moving through it. And I was like, that was so damn unique at the time. I was like, man, that's fucking cool. Yeah, he and just was, did that spot where it's like with the Boston Crab, which I, I think mm-hmm. normally he'd do like a power bomb, and then they'd kick out and he'd roll him over into that like high angled Boston Crab. Not necessarily he, a, a Walls of Jericho or a Lion Tamer, but it looked really cool. Then he'd flip it into the STF, and then I think he would flip it into a crossface or something like that once they like got so far with it. But 
I just remember that being innovative in my mind. Like this is fucking really cool to see. Oh yeah. God dang it. Tanner Bryan's about to do, or Brian Danielson's about to do the surfboard here. I love the surfboard. It reminds me of Liger as well. I don't, I love Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, you know, we kind of talked about Joe, you know, he was already won the X division title during this time period. Um, he already had that banger of a match with uh, Daniels and AJ that still people consider the greatest match in TNA history. Hard to argue. Unbreakable. Um, yeah. But Brian is on a whole def- different level here as well in 2006, having banger after banger with everyone he's facing off with. And I'm surprised that more companies did not try to go for him. Um, like I'm surprised TNA did not make a play for Brian Danielson. I really am surprised too, because he would have fit their X division uh, extremely well at the time. Like um, WWE, maybe not so much at this time, but um, yeah, definitely TNA. Like I don't understand why that wasn't a thing. But he got to think he's the world champ. Companies are built around him. He's got a ongoing feud with Nigel McGuinness. He's still wrestling for PWG. Like he's getting he's getting to, to do everything he really wants to do at this point. Plus, he's the man where he's at. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the crowd also has some really great chants during this match. Uh, of course, when you first watch, you know, Joe's going to kill you. Uh, Brian Danielson, you know, the crowd's saying, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Uh, they call, oh, uh, so good. They call Brian a pussy, and they were saying, fuck you, Brian. Um, there's some pretty good stuff in that. Uh, I, I enjoy that as well. The one knock I'd have on this on this show is the commentary team, for one, just – I never got the guy's names, but they just don't sound, they sound very fake. They don't sound like, I guess, polished. And the miking of the ring area, ringside area, you're getting like two or three fans the entire time. And you're hearing everything they say from, oh, Joe, you're a fat piece of shit. Oh, Daniel Bryan, or Brian Dennis is going to make you tap out. Go back to TNA. Or like, oh, Brian's a pussy. Oh, and like, yeah, just random stuff that you're not used to hearing in other shows, but that that's the only thing that got on my nerves during this match was was how they had the the ringside area mic'd. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And we're already about halfway through this match, which is fucking wild. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Brian Danielson was notorious for having long matches, including one against Austin Aries uh, in August of 2004 at Testing the Limit. The match was 74 minutes long. Um, before Aries was finally declared the winner. So here's some more notable long matches I just kind of discovered. Uh, of, co- of course, Joe and Punk would go on to have two 60-minute uh, time limit draws uh, in June of June and October of 2004. Um, definitely seek out those matches. I believe some Russell of those Buster. matches are on our podcast as well. Uh, also, uh, there. Brian uh, versus Nigel McGuinness in a two out of three falls match went to a time limit draw. And the very next day, Colt Cabana and Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson had another 60-minute time limit draw in late August 2006, so right after this. So Brian has – Is it Epic Account? I believe so. Be um, they, but they in, – in this month alone, he has three 60-minute long matches, um, which is kind of unheard of now. I mean, in the territory days, it's a little bit different, but uh, in that time period, it's a little different. And then, of course, the longest match – I did not know this uh, – it was an eight-man elimination tag match from 2007's Northern Aggression, 80 minutes and 33 seconds long. It's Eddie Edwards, El Generico, and Wrestling's greatest tag team, which is Haas and Benjamin, versus the Briscoes and the House of Truth, which is Michael Elgin and Roderick Strong. 80 That's fucking wild. minutes. That's nuts. 
that's nuts. I know Joe, not Joe, but Punk and Chris Hero have like a 90 minute match for like IWA Mid South. It's IWA Mid South. Yeah, it, it popped up because um, I was looking up just some long matches. Um, that one popped up. Also, Chris Hero, he did like a, it was like a seven hour match or something like that where he wrestled different people for ALS. Um, I know he yeah. wrestled Rich Swan in that as well. It's pretty cool. That was uh, that was part of the uh, like I think it's the Guinness Book of World Records thing too. I'm not badly fooled. Oh yeah, uh, CageMatch.net rates this match at a 9.45 out of 10, according to their users. Uh, with many of the users putting over Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan's heel work, uh, drawing a lot of comparisons to Joe versus Punk in the in these matches, uh, which I think is a compliment. Dude, and, and like. I know we'll probably dive more into it here in a minute, but everything that they're doing makes sense. The working over the knee, uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson trying to get away, get out of the ring, roll out, take a breather, Joe waiting on him to get back in. Just like everything makes sense. And the match doesn't seem like it's an hour long. Like no. it just it flows so well for a match that you know is not written out in the back in the backstage area. That that they don't know hold for hold going into it. Yeah. Um, really quick, I kind of want to break down some of the notable roster members of this of Ring of Honor around this time in 2006. Uh, AJ Styles, Abyss, Ace Steel, Adam Pierce, Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, Brian Danielson, of course, Nigel McGinnis, Matt Seidel, Chris Hero, Claudio Castagnoli, Jade Lethal, Christopher Daniels, Jake and Dave Chris, Homicide, Jack Evans, El Generico, The Briscoes, Loki, Kenta, Roderick Strong, the American Wolves, M Dog 20, Matt Cross, Steve Carino, Samoa Joe, and Doug Williams. That mm-hmm. is a fucking impressive amount of people to have on your roster. Oh, yeah. At this time, like just hanging out under a banner, and you know they're probably not making a shit ton of money, but they're putting on quality match after quality match. Like, uh, it's crazy to think where where like 75% of those guys are now. It's nuts. I know so many of those guys, you know, have went through the system or have made a big influence in the system of professional wrestling. So it's pretty wild to think about, um, you know, ring of honor being this breeding ground for so many people. And they're working over that leg too. It's pretty crazy. just and just the amount of submissions and holds you see in this match, a lot of this shit I never saw until I watched this match because they were just pulling pulling stuff out of nowhere. Like the little sequence they did where he used his own leg to bend Joe's legs back and it not be like a reversal where it puts the pressure on him um, was pretty pretty cool to see. Yeah. Brian says, yeah, that's right. I am the most boring wrestler right here. Um, it's pretty good shit. <laughs> and he's working over the knee. Yeah, working over the leg. I know we kind of mentioned it earlier, and I know we both grew up as big fans of the of, of the E and the F, WWE, WWF. Um, do you prefer the indie style shows, or do you prefer the bigger production shows? Uh, I think because so many of my memories are associated with the bigger production shows, I guess I would have to say I, I prefer prefer that just because 
most of the memories I have of wrestling are from that type of show, like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, different things like that. Um, it's just what I grew up on. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of indie stuff to watch or didn't know where to watch it, you know, in the 90s. So I, I would go with uh, preferring that. Yeah, it was actually right around this time. Is I've actually started to catch a couple of independent shows. I think the first independent show I caught was a uh, show in Indiana. It was called a Cross Crossroads Championship Wrestling, like CC CCW. Um, the guy, one of the guys that wrestled on that show, still runs a show in Terre Haute at New Wave Pro. His name's Mikey. Mm-hmm. I know that the wrestling purist guys have been doing some business with him too, small world wrestling wise. Um, how it all kind of works out that way, and. Uh, Fun fact, they were doing a big wrestling convention-ish show uh, in May, and they wanted us to be involved, but it would have been, uh, I think, taking place on my and Landry's wedding anniversary, so we couldn't do it. But I, 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 I feel like I like going to WWE shows for the production, but I like going to indie shows too because you just never know what you're going to get. It could be fucking terrible, or it could be really, really yeah. fucking good, and that's kind of the fun crapshoot of it all. Um of course, you know, NGW is an independent show that, you know, that I'm involved with. And you've been, you know, a longtime supporter, ring announcer, uh, referee, whenever we need you back in the day. Um, no. But like I, I, the the freedom that you get with independent shows is, is, is a little bit more fun. Um, but I really think, uh, you know, long run, uh, big production show, WWE is the place to be when it comes to that. Yeah, it's just... And like not saying that the action on the independent show isn't great because this match right here you could put it up next to the fucking anything WWE's probably done. It's just goddamn face overall Jesus Christ. overall presentation of it. You would never see the ceiling of a building like this no. in in WWE. Even when WWF was running Raw in '95 in high school gyms, you really couldn't tell it unless you know we we figured that out when we were doing Wrestling Ruin. Like that, they, they, oh, they're in this gym. And then you you could tell it then, but the way they lit stuff, even the Hammerstein Ballroom, like um, it made it feel bigger than it was. Like this looks like they're at a county fair uh, convention center, like they're showing yep. all the side side walls and stuff like that. And it reminds and, me and, of the asylum uh, for yep. TNA. And, and and that's not knocking Ring of Honor. I mean, they're working with what they got. Like their 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 thing was in-ring product over prison, you know, production and presentation, which uh, definitely did well for them. But like right here, when you're looking at this shot here, everybody's so whited out because of the spotlights. Fucking regal stretch, man. Yep. A standing up regal stretch, but like everybody's so whited out because of the spotlights that would never happen in a WWE or TNA show. Oh no. They would have have that lighting fixed. So we kind of, uh, we kind of mentioned it. Um, Daniel Bryan's on this. Brian Danielson. I'm, I'm going to keep doing this this entire episode. Um, Brian Danielson is um, in the midst of like a 400 plus day title reign. Uh, here's a list of people he defeated during that title reign. I believe it's like 39 title defenses or something like that. Um, some oh, it's of them are a long ass list. Some of them are repeats. So I just I just named you know if they wrestled them just once you know. So it's Damn, Austin sweat flying. Oh god, yeah, shops. He's chopping the shit out of him and he's smacking him in the Ooh. face. Yeah, no uh, Austin Aries, Steve Carino, Roderick Strong, Chris Saban, Christopher Daniels, Rocky Romero, uh, uh, Marafuji, 
Chris Hero, mm-hmm. AJ Styles, Jimmy Rave, Alex Shelley, Lance Storm, the match I was talking about earlier, Delirious, Jimmy Yang, Homicide, Colt Cabana, Jimmy Jacobs, Nigel McGinnis, Samoa Joe, and Kenta. That is a name of names. That's just like so many top-tier talented guys that he defeated during this title reign. Oh, he well, tried to catch him with a cutter there. His And you got to think, his feud with Nigel McGinnis is... They made a whole DVD about it, just Danielson versus McGinnis. Like, that's the shit of legend in Ring of Honor. Like, that was... What smoke? What Joe and Punk did for the early days of Ring of Honor—that's what Danielson and McGinnis did through the mid two thousands. Is they kept that that feud kept them afloat. Like they did that show Unified, where it's the pure title versus the world title. And dude, they, that's they, that's was, actually was, the next. That's the next night. Yep. Over. I think they do something. Do some stuff overseas and stuff too. So like, man, oh, they um. It's not. It's not the next night. It's six days later. I apologize. It's six days later. But, but they, man, that feud was a. That's how they have don't have concussions that ruin. Like I mean, pretty sure that's what contributed to Daniel Bryan's uh, concussion issues. Is like they would headbutt the fucking ring post. Like they were drawing blood on the hit on the hits on the ring posts in some of their matches, and that's wild. They're putting their bodies on the line for. Not high paying money. I mean, they're probably making a living, but like they weren't breaking the bank with their Ring of Honor contracts at this point. Oh, no. No, I mean, you're paid per shot. Um, I mean, imagine guys like Danielson are on like an actual contract. I like that, that they're using weapons and they're not getting disqualified. Uh, Ring of Honor is notorious for having like their barricades at the Ring of Honor signs that fans slap. I like and that. And they're metal. I think, I think it's a cool little touch hockey, to it. Hockey feel. Oh, yeah. Also, Bill Watts would oh. love that there's no mats here. That's right. We, that we, concrete. We, we did. We did uh, neglect to say that both these guys got the streamer treatment in their entrances as well. They did. They did. When they it's got introduced. Um, that's another thing I like about the Indies is uh, is the just little things like that makes the match feel really big. It's something I like about this match right now, where we're getting to, is they've kept everything in the ring pretty much the entire match to this point. And now they're outside brawling, but it adds another layer to the match where it's not just, you know, the repetitive spots they've been doing. It's been a great his, pace. His, his, his like claps pure have sweat popping up on because when he did it right then in the light, you could see the sweat flying. Ooh. Oh God. I have till five that he <laughs> <laughs> Danielson Dude. uses that a lot in this match. I wish I had that shirt that guy had on right there. I have till five. We used to yeah. yell that at indie shows when we went. We did. Two. Dude, we, I had fun, man. I feel like being a part of the wrestling business has jaded me. I had so much more fun when I was just a fan. <laughs> God, this is the typical indie fan, though. Look at him. Just look at him. People know what we're talking about. No offense, but like playing t shirt. The stench. <laughs> Probably spit stains on their shirts. Like, Goddamn. I, I, I got to get this out on the open. If you go to any of these shows, fucking bathe before you go. Like, no one wants yes. to smell your funk. Just because you can't smell your funk doesn't mean there's there's not funk. Wash your ass. No one wants, it, it, no one wants to look at a chair. No one wants to look at a chair and see a fucking skid mark. No. I hate to tell you. Like, no one wants to see that. I've, I've gone to plenty of shows and people have stunk so bad. Oh God! He, he fucking suplexes the shit, and he tries to land it. He lands. He almost lands on his feet. He didn't want to. He didn't want to fall. This guy. guy that won't fu- <laughs> fucking move. That's part of the problem. Like 
That's why I didn't fall straight back because the guy's not fucking moving. He's finally moving. God. You see? Oh, shit. God, he keeps him right in the fucking face. You, you get to a spot here shortly, too, where um, Brian fucking just dives off the top rope into the crowd. It's very, it's very ECW-esque. Little, yep. I was about to say a little Spike Dudley-like or RVD-like. Yes, it reminds Essential. me of the RVD um, Bam Bam. I think it's RVD oh, and Bam Bam. There's two women there. Oh, they got this one fan that doesn't like Joe, like flipping him off. I see. No, I'm oh, sorry, I doesn't see, like yeah. Danielson flipping him off. Then he pats him on the back. It's funny. You can see Danielson's <laughs> face, and he's like, he can tell he's starting to get a little blown up. I will he's say they, a little they, fucking they, move. Oh, here, here it, it is. On. He's about the springboard off the top rope. Front flip. Boom. And the thing of it is, is da- Danielson's not a high flyer, but he, he just fucking springboarded, boarded, which is another layer to his fucking uh, greatness at this point. Like he could, he could wrestle any style you wanted him to wrestle. He could do it. There's a, a point where uh, during his title run too, he grows his big old beard and he has like mm-hmm. a cape and shit. And it's fucking like I like that look more. I feel like <laughs> this this. Uh, I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but I feel like he looks bland with what he has. However, his trunks and everything, it's a different color. It's not like he has his black trunks, you know what I mean? But he looks very bland. He's meant to be taken as a wrestler's wrestler, I think, at this point. like He stripped away any flashiness because he's the world champ. Oh, Kip up. That was great. That was so smooth. This is 50 minutes in, guys, and he's kipping up and acting like it's not a problem. I really feel like this is his... Oh, Oh, you're Nagi. You're Nagi. (laughs) (laughs) I really feel like this is Danielson's element, though. This is probably where he was the happiest. Wrestling hour-long matches and just having tremendous matches with everyone he wrestles. There's a part when the the match first starts that I feel like he's trying to hold back a smile. Like he's really excited Mm -hmm. to be in there with Joe. And um, mm-hmm. it's just funny because you know, knowing how much they beat the shit out of one another. Here, Look at this! Oh, here it comes fucking they're rolling through. I will say that ring looks like it has no fucking give. By the way, yeah, even when, when they're he's running across counting, it, even when he's counting the pinfall, looks like there's no give to it. I will, and these guys. I know it's almost an hour in here, but they don't look like winded. They don't really look like, you know. They're gassed be, out. I mean, to be fair, Joe looks a little bit more winded than Brian, but however, he's carrying around a lot more weight, so it makes more sense to me. They've they've paced it well. Like they haven't tried any like you know fast spots or anything yet. Like they they've paced it well where they could keep keep looking like they're they're working hard without necessarily overdoing it. Oh, oh. oh. that was kind of bad. But. One two. Oh, but that's because he just could get Joe so, all the way over. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're just so sweaty. That's part of the problem. And he, he's oh, going to go in the real Regal stretch again. I like he pays so homage to Regal a lot. This uh, the never... way Joe's hair looks and everything. This is the Joeism on his hand. It reminds mm-hmm. me of that of that figure we got from um, Marvel, and he has him in the um, yep, Ko- Kojina clutch, I believe. That's what Joe called it, correct? Am I, am I, 
Co- the, uh, Co- Kojima. Kojima Clutch. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah. It's a rear naked choke is what it is. Yeah. They had but to quit that, calling it that in TNA for some reason. I think they changed the name a little bit in TNA. Oh, missed uh, it. Oh, man. Oh, spot. That spot. <laughs> See, that could have easily Power been the finish 96. of the match, too. And it would have made it would have made both guys look... Joe looks strong. He, got, he just got caught. You know what I mean? But they, they roll on through. So, obviously, this match goes to the full 60-minute time limit. How do you feel about time limit draws? I I don't hate them. Uh, they have their place, um, and in this place, it's showing that Joe's oh, that still great. a threat. You know, still a threat to catamutilation. Yeah. It's oh. still the threat that he always was. Like he's he's not going to give in. Like he's deserving of a six hundred you know day title reign that that Danielson couldn't take him out. I um I don't hate him at all. But like, if it happened every week, I would get fucking bored of it. Well, you gotta, you gotta, think, you you know, gotta, and, gotta do and something. And that he, he rolls him through, and he's about to put the catamutilation on him again in the middle of the ring. Um, they start trying to get some borderline false finishes here. Um, I, I think they're counting it down the, in the arena. Yeah, by they, the way, yeah, they, start, they start saying five minutes remaining. Um, when you break down the territory days, you could do it an hour time limit draw because you're not hitting the same city. Um, mm-hmm. every single night you're hitting it, you know, uh, every couple, you know, maybe a couple of weeks or months away, you know, or so. And it's not on television that you're seeing an hour time limit draw all the time. So when it happens on TV, it seems like a bigger deal because you're not constantly getting that. Um, oh, nice pin. To, um, to TNA, or TNA, to AEW's credit, um, they have done a couple with the time limit draws with the, um, I believe it was, Omega and TNT Brian. Time. Yeah. I believe so. And I'll, uh, did they was do it one Cole with Paige? And Hang, it was, yeah, I think Hangman? it was Hangman and, and Brian as well. Um, yeah. Which, kudos to them. They had some great matches as well. Um, Hangman and, and Brian had a really good um, match uh, not too long back. I think it was like the, it had like a 30 minute time limit. They went to like a 60 minute time limit the next match. That was a great spot there too. He caught a uh, Joe um, was running through the ropes oh, and here we go. Danielson Danielson went to go to leapfrog him and Joe caught him. And when he caught him, he slammed him down. His knees went to the ground. It looked really cool. Here it comes. I think we're going to get the spot that we were talking about earlier where he slips right into the STF. I like Joe in this gear. I didn't like the flowy shorts he had in his later TNA and WWE Ooh. runs. I didn't, I didn't like those flowy shorts. I like these shorts better. Oh, they're trying everything they can for the pins. Now, I, I like, I know, I know which one you're, you're talking about, like the, the, when he had Taz as his manager and shit. Yeah. Well, even the WWE ones where it's like they were slid up the side. So it almost looked like they were like almost a skirt at times. This is the, this is my Samoa Joe right here. And I like how things aren't as crisp here as an hour. They shouldn't be. You're tired. You're trying everything you can to beat somebody. The the pins aren't as crisp. They aren't as, I guess, um, choreographed. I guess you could say. The the punches don't have the the sting. The slaps don't have the sting. But they're still doing it. Oh, Terex's tornado! Oh Jesus Christ! Larry almost took his fucking head off. Joe threw a lariat so hard. 
I thought ball Brian's game head was gonna pop right off. Ball game maggle. JBL, so good on commentary. Where are you at? They did have the cameras out there taking pictures from magazines. I, I missed that touch for WWE too. How they're doing, yeah. doing it. I miss that as well. Um I, like we were talking, I, I kinda like I kinda like uh what Joe wears now. I feel like these tights just don't look very flattering on them. Yeah, I just this was this prime TNA run gear, and that's that's what I remember him in the most. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna try to put him on the top rope here. Nope, nope, maybe not. The struggle is real, guys. I, I love it. And I love the they keep going back to the face wash. It is a point. It is something. I have till five, damn it. <laughs> oh, and he drop kicks him right in the fucking face. Ooh. That camera angle was perfect. I'll give him that one. Todd Sinclair lost 12 pounds in this match. Just to let you know. <laughs> if I'm hearing what I think I'm hearing, you, you have a problem, sir. God damn me, this <laughs> fucking mouse, man. <laughs> I, I can hear the back of Jesus hear Christ. over the speakers. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, like I'm sitting here, like I'm trying to watch this fucking match. I'm like, Joe, just pouring sweat here. By the way, I do feel like they're kind of stalling for time for the the finishing sequence. Yeah, coming up. I mean, it's to me. It, oh, here, here it is. Here it here is. Cubs. Oh, one kick out two. That's what I'm talking about. And right into the oh. into the STF, man. God, I love it. Love Joe. I never understood the writing on the the wristband, like the the tape. I don't think it was ever really ever. Explained. I think it said Joeism. That's that's what I think yeah. it says is Joeism, but oh. I, I, don't, I don't really know what it means. He has Triple a cross, cross face. face now. God, so fluid God. too. Like I'm gonna find I'm gonna find this fucking rat. I'm gonna <laughs> demolish it with a fucking frying pan. I swear to God, I've killed one. There's another one. You killed its friend, so it's coming for revenge. He's pissed. <laughs> oh, roll through, roll through. Two. You can always tell. You can always tell how dated a uh, wrestling crowd is by the NFL jerseys they're wearing in the crowd. Yeah, it is funny you say that because it's like, yeah, like Sherbert. <laughs> it's like, who is that? <laughs> I love this other jersey is next to him too. Oh, I says harder power bomb. I don't think it's a real jersey. Oh, beautiful oh. fucking Hurricane Rana. And he's oh, selling the knee. I will say Ring of Honor at this time, too, did shows on, like, Friday, Saturday. So if you bought their DVDs, you'd have two shows back-to-back. Like, it'd just be a day apart. So these guys well, are that's... putting themselves through. Hey, like, the night before, Joe wrestles AJ Styles, is what they say on commentary, as a tune-up match for this match, which is crazy to think about. Up oh, here he comes. Oh, here comes the muscle buster. I love the muscle buster. I understand why WWE didn't do it after the incident with Tyson Kidd, but it was always a cool finish to me. Yeah, and it's a simple finish. Oh, that was a great little. He's so exhausted, he can't even stand up. Oh God, he walled him with that. Going for it again. Flex. Going for it again. It makes sense, though, that things aren't crisp at this point. And I, I, I like it. Crucifix. 
Todd Sinclair, too, with his chubby fingers. <laughs> I, mean, I, I remember watching shows that his, like, his, his ref shirt comes out and like, you see his ass crack try to count the fucking pinfall. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Vince McMahon would fire you immediately. And he's throwing his fucking European uppercuts. Roaring uppercut. Let's do this. Kicking the shit out of that knee. Like, I'm surprised they're not showing bruised as hell at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, especially the way that Joe was kicking the shit out of him, man. And just knowing how Daniel Bryan is now, like, if he gets chopped, he's got blood on his chest after like two. Oh, God. Joe, don't. don't That was a flying knee. Don't Sid vicious your leg. I was about to say, he didn't learn anything from Sid. Joe, 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 Joe. Crowd's counting it down back there, too. Guy just threw up his hands with how many minutes were left. So they just announced it. Crowd is on its feet, starting to pound the rails here. Uh, he's going for it. Brain buster. Perfect sell by Daniel. I'll tell uh, you, Brian Danielson. You, you can tell the fatigue is legit starting to set in on both these guys. Look at Joe's face. Oh, yeah. He's like, fuck. This is going to be the worst two minutes of my life. But that exhaustion is real. And it, I mean, that's real emotion on their faces. They're he not having me and him in the fucking face. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh, little short kicks. Man. Yeah, guys, like, I know it's an hour long, but th- this match flows so seamlessly like it doesn't feel like we've been sitting here watching this match for almost an hour at this point no i agree he went to go for a small package it was great um and they were so exhausted that joe basically fell right on top of him that is cool joe will not give in here he's going for the ropes imagine like i don't know like they're tired but like sid claire's got to be tired too up down up down all these motions he's having to make, like, and he was like their main ref too, which was wild to think. Like they didn't have a lot of referees in Ring of Honor this time. Well, I mean, it's like Nick kinda... Patrick had, oh, Nick Patrick at WCW, like refing every other match, just folded him up like a damn accordion. Jerry Lawler will love that. That's that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get towards the end of Here this match. Here we go. Uh, Oh my god, dude. Like fuck Masa. your couch. <laughs> Masa Here it comes. Masa Buster. He's right I, by it, the ropes. This is the dead giveaway that he's gonna grab the ropes, so he didn't pull him far enough in. I do Joe's hate, like I, borderline about to cry. He's like, God damn it. What else do I gotta do to beat this guy? I like he just laid he didn't grab the rope, he just laid his hand on top of the rope. And Joe's strings are out, which means he's really tired. So he doesn't <laughs> pull the strings out. Going for it again. Oh. Damn. They just blasted he's each other in the face. shit out of him. Oh, oh. oh. I like that. Oh, do they do a super back body drop here? And it looks fucking great. But like you said, that ring has no fucking give. 
Very Scott Hall. He's doing it from the fucking top. See what I mean? No fucking give whatsoever. Nope. That's an old WWF ring right there. That that could have been the finish, man. You just took a top rope move from the at like 59 minutes in. Oh god. Right there. Right there could have been the finish. He's fucking raining down fucking elbow elbows on Joe. Just make it pass out. Look at his eyes. Joe's eyes are rolling back in his head. This is He's like, fuck you. Look at no. Brian. <laughs> He's fighting out, out. the will the, the will to win. Put him in the chicken wing. Bob Backlund, president. Bob Backlund for president. <laughs> I, I always love the crossface chicken wing. You put it on anybody. It's a great, Dude, it's a great pain, move. It's a painful fucking move. Up, oh. oh. roll through. One, two. Oh, oh. And we're about oh. to get to the finish here. He puts him. He puts him in the runic choke. I love that. How that that reversal. I mean, he did it all the time, Smooth. but I love that reversal. He's getting on top. He's taking his back. And, and Daniels is trying to get up, fighting it. He, he could have wrapped his feet around the, and they, the they legs. Check his, the, yeah, he's starting to. Just, grab the, just wrap your feet around the ropes there. Come on, you got Look it. Look at the crowd. The crowd is completely into this right now. After Even after an hour, they're like, what? They're invested as hell. Sinclair's right there. Daniels is fighting, elbow the knee. He's elbowing, yeah, he's elbowing the knee. It looks fucking great. He's starting to, he's starting to fade, though. He's starting to fade. Up. Oh. He checks one arm. Wrist tape. One. The Look bell how grimy rings. His, yeah, Look how grimy tape. his wrist tape is. And some people Joe think Joe won. won. The, some people think Joe won the match. Like he, they're like freaking out. Masterful finish to set up for a rematch that I don't think really happens. Well, they have the cage match. No, they, yeah, they have the cage. Yep, you're right. I believe it's the cage. But, but like he had him beat. It's perfect. And and and, and Danielson's the heel. So he snuck one out. He won't give him the five minutes that the fans start chanting for. It just nope. and it, he it all makes it sense in the end. He heals it up on the way out too. He's telling people to go fuck themselves. I love I love heel uh Brian Danielson. Uh, we gotta while, think of the when Joe was champ, he wouldn't give people five more minutes either, though. No. So it's like payback in a way. It's so, like Joe's balls are about to fall at the bottom of the shorts. Yeah, definitely. That does he keeps hiking them up. Well, while, while this the rest of this match plays out now that we finally hit the hour time limit draw, let's talk about the aftermath. Brian Danison would unify the ROH world title and pure title six days later, like we were talking about, after defeating Nigel McGinnis in England. This match would take place at Unified and is on our list. So that's weird. Love that belt, by the way. It is a beautiful belt. I'm, I'm glad. If Tony Khan's doing one thing right, he's keeping those belts, and I like those belts. Uh, during a match with Colt Cabana on August 26th, Danielson suffered a separated shoulder, tearing two tendons in it, and he tore another tendon in his chest. In September, Danielson would take on Kenta, which we'll see here shortly, and a highly regarded match, which has now been added to our list. I put it on there. Throughout the oh, end get- of... He sells it like he's going to give him the five minutes too, which is the the thing that gets everybody. He gets back in the ring, and he sells it like he's going to do it. He shakes his hand and, and then, then fucking bails. 
Uh, uh, throughout the end of 2006, Joe would begin a feud with the debuting Kurt Angle in TNA, losing to Kurt at November's Genesis pay-per-view. He would beat Kurt mm-hmm. by submission in the rematch at December's Turning Point. They, Joe would they be- hot shot of that too much. Too oh, quick. they did. They definitely did. Um, you're about to see Kenta here shortly. Um, Joe would once again fail to beat um, to win the Ring of Honor title against Danielson in a steel cage, which we talked about in December of 06. At final battle on December 23rd, uh, Danielson's 15-month title reign ended after he lost a homicide, and he would take time off of wrestling in order to heal his, uh, his shoulder. At final resolution in January 2007, Joe was defeated by Kurt Angle in a 30-minute Ironman match. Not a bad little match. Uh, Joe would leave Ring of Honor in March 2007 and would eventually defeat Kurt Angle at Lockdown 2007 to become TNA champion. Well, here's my thing. Do you think if Danielson hadn't got hurt that his title reign would have kept going, possibly eclipsed Joe's? Possibly. Possibly. I could say so. Um, let's pause this match off, man. What, what, what do you think of this? Oh, man, definitely... Definitely worthy of being on the list. Um, hidden gem for a lot of people that probably didn't watch old school Ring of Honor. I know the wrestling purist guys were really excited we were covering this match because they love some old school Ring of Honor. Um, it, it's an hour long, guys, but like literally, it's it's a quick hour if you sit down and watch it. Yeah, I, I told um, you I watched it at work the other day, and mm-hmm. um, as I took notes, and I was just like, damn, like this was an easy sit through. Like it wasn't hard. It wasn't any long parts. Um, the second time watching it through, it dragged a little bit more just because, um, you know, we're doing the podcast here, but uh, other than that, uh, it was very entertaining. Um, Hard hitting made, made sense what they were doing. I, like, I still don't know how Danielson wasn't signed to anywhere. Um, like a big guys, like I'm surprised he was not in TNA. I'm very shocked. He was not in TNA. Yep. Me too. Very surprised. What if they would have brought Nigel and Danielson in as a tag team in fucking TNA? That would have been great, but I think the money with them was against well, each other. So you would, would eventually the break up. Yeah. yeah, led to the breakup. Instead, we got Desmond Wolf later on. Yeah, guys, definitely recommend checking this match out. Like I said, uh, it will be on our Facebook page. Um, I do have it on my YouTube p- uh, channel as well, but I do have it private. I just don't want to catch copyright strike on there especially on YouTube, it's more prone to happen than it would be on, um, on, uh, Facebook. But now it's time of our, uh, of, of the, of the show to go to our will of destiny. Of course, you guys, if you ever listen to the podcast, this is how we choose our next match that we cover. So we take, you know, a bunch of matches, we put them on this randomizer and we spin the wheel and that's how we do our next show. So we have matches from the last 40 years. 40 plus yep. years um, featuring New Japan, WWE, WWF, WCW, TNA, Ring of Honor, AEW, uh, the local show NGW that I'm involved with. Um, there's It's a little bit of everything. So um, there's a good variety here. Travis, we're up to 241 matches on this fucking list. It just keeps growing because we, we keep running in the matches we haven't put on the list, which is it's a good thing, man. There's countless material, which is not, not a bad thing if you're doing a podcast no i agree so we're gonna spin the wheel make the deal travis what's your prediction i am gonna go i'm gonna say our first aw match i'm gonna say uh we're gonna get an old school wcw match so let's uh regal let's go 
Here we it's go. No Regal. Yeah, Travis added a shit ton of William Regal matches to this list. It's it is spinning stellar. here. And let's see what we got. Nasty boys. Nasty boys. Dude. What do we this got? This is going to be a fun one. It involves four guys. Four guys. Okay. It is from Final Four 1997. Steve oh, Austin, yes. Bader, Taker, and Bret Hart for the I WWF love- title. Love WWF 1997. This is this is my wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> I had bootleg copies of the show, the Raw afterwards when Sid wins the belt. It's 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 stellar. I can't remember if, if I think I actually added it to our list. I don't think you had it on our list, and I'm the one that added it. So yeah, um, I didn't put it on the list. I did not. But it's unique. Like the whole you have to tell the story of the Royal Rumble '97 to get to Final Four, and you have to tell Sean the I lost my smile, all that stuff. Like 1997 WWF is prime wrestling. I don't give a shit what anyone says. It's great. 1997 in general. Like we've we've yeah. had the, the debate that WWF E two thousand two is very influential, but WWF WCW ninety seven is probably one of the best overall years of professional wrestling. You go from June July ninety six until Survivor Series ninety seven. You you could debate that is the most influential time in professional wrestling ever. You could debate that. I agree. And you so, tell that rat that he's wrong if he doesn't God believe with damn us. Damn it. it! It's so fucking loud, man. It, dude, it doesn't do it until I start doing the podcast. It's always fucking like it's like when it fucking used to rain every single time we did the NXT podcast. It fucking would rain, never fail. Piss and you could hear it in powered flicker. But as we start to wind down, Travis, what do you got for me? Uh, not much, man. You know, just selling stuff over there on eBay at TGL Demand Twelve. Be sure to check that out, if you guys. Looking for wrestling or some vintage toys. I uh, just did a podcast with the Wrestler Purist, uh, starting our journey through TNA 2010 with Genesis 2010. Be sure to check out those guys um, at at WP Pod One. Uh, good guys over there. Definitely love the wrestling business. Uh, we tend to to show up and do shoot shoot shows with them and stuff. Just talk about the everyday professional wrestling. But uh, we talk about Terry Hulk Hogan Bolea and how he changed the course of TNA and how he pretty much almost killed it. Uh, but other than that, man, we just signed up to do our first toy show of the year um, coming up on March 4th, the uh, Smoky Mountain Collectors Showcase. Um, we didn't do their last show because we had done another show, but I'm um, looking forward to getting together with the guys and trying to sell some wares and sell some some figs and just, just, uh, just hang out with the boys for a Saturday. Um, but other than that, man, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Travis Lasseter. If you want to just, uh, follow, uh, the podcast with, with me on there and talk to me about wrestling, just shoot, uh, shoot me a follow. Yeah, guys, definitely go back and check out our Facebook page, uh, at wrestling recommendations and at wrestling recom R E C O M M on Twitter. I did post that awesome picture of myself with the, uh, um, <laughs> bowl cut Board shout out to my buddy, Shane. He found that picture for me. Um, mine's like somewhere out in my shed, he, but he, he he was able to find it. He told me he actually has pictures from that house show that we went to um, that we that we spoke of. But yeah, guys, definitely um, check us out next week's episode. Final four, Vader, Austin, Taker, Brett for the WF title. Um, so until I'm next hard. week, 
Travis is erect fully. So uh, hard. I, I'm going to go take care of this fucking rat. Um, hopefully uh, I can put it into its life and uh, move on. But uh, we'll talk to you next week. I am Eddie along with Travis, and we will see you later.